Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off. What are you? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. The people in this room, which one is A, wearing a spangly outfit, and B, not of use? You people are so petty. Sir, please put down the spear. Simply Marvelous. Welcome to Simply Marvelous. This is the podcast where we talk about the Marvel movies from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is Dickhead One or Byron Wheatley. <laughs> wow, what a what a reference to something that happened off air. <laughs> I'm Reese Nicholson. No, you're Dickhead <laughs> Two. Oh, sorry, or Reece um, Nicholson. I'm Dickhead Two or Reese Nicholson. What is this bit? <laughs> I'm the favourite, Georgie Mooney. <laughs> And today we're talking about Avengers Endgame. Oh my god. The world has changed. None of us can go back. All we can do is our best. And sometimes the best that we can do is to start over. I keep telling everybody they should move on. Some do, but not us. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. We will. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. (laughs) 
what's it about, Reese? In a world where I believe the Queen song goes, exactly half the universe bites the dust. <laughs> But fat bottom girls still make the rocket world go round. <laughs> All right. To cut filming costs, Kevin Feige killed half the characters in the last movie. <laughs> so he didn't have to pay them much because they're only in the last bit of this one. Fun fact, there was actually not very much money to make this one. They couldn't even afford any special effects. <laughs> Just kidding. Exactly zero actual actors appear in this movie. <laughs> It's a race through time and essentially a nice highlights package of all the people Georgia and I want to bed in these films. (laughs) Emphasis on the word package. My favourite part? The bit where all the women do some fighting to remind us, hey, girls can fight too as long as there are hundreds of them and they're fighting against one large man. What's the point you're trying to make here, Marvel? Happy International Women's Month! Or as I call it, her time of the year. Avengers Endgame! (laughs) Oh my god. A perfect, succinct plot. That's what that movie's about, right? Look, there's a chance I reverse uh, navigated myself uh, from her time of the year. And I just tried to work out how I could get that in there that I thought of maybe half an hour ago. And I thought about I thought about tweeting it and then I was like, hmm. Mm. Doesn't feel relevant. This is a safer space. Yeah. <laughs> it is nice to catch up with all the supporting cast. There's Tilda, there's Robert Redford, Drazik, he's back for a bit. Yeah. Roger Sterling. Yeah. I kept on thinking about, like, imagine organising all the humans, although, as you say, many of them are computer humans. The number of emails they would have had to send. Just imagine the emails. Mm. Well, it, the the biggest one for me is, like, <laughs> the craziest thing that isn't computer generated for me is the last bit the funeral you know where it pans around and they're all there that is real they were all there talk about (laughs) emails (laughs) there was one guy i didn't even know who they were so the blonde guy towards the back i was like oh my god oh my god who's he (laughs) well there was a guy who in the first movie you know the little kid at the convention that dressed on it might be the second movie dressed up as um iron man like a kid at a convention or something. Okay. And he shoots. Apparently, it's that kid. Oh, he was just around. They just ran into him at the shops. Mm. I might be wrong, but that's what I got for. That's what I. I thought I read maybe. I reckon you'd be like, you'd be kind of upset if you were Robert Downey Jr. or Scarlett Johansson, yeah, well, yeah. or Paul mm. Bettany. And you don't get to be there on the cool day. Yeah, the day. Like they would have had a good after party probably for this one. Yeah. You'd have to. You'd have to. You're all there. You'd go for coffee. You'd get a coffee. All they've got to keep them company is their millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. (sighs) Gee willikers. This was so intense that I don't really even know where to begin because I was so overwhelmed. Start with the runtime. Let's start with the (laughs) runtime. True. Three hours, three minutes. Yeah. It was a big one. Three hours and three minutes. It was a big one. It was one. a big one. If you that's include... Big, that's most of your day. Yeah. Doing pauses for cups of tea or wheeze, mm-hmm. it, it really it extends out to four hours quite easily. Well, one thing really leads to the other there, yeah. doesn't it? Like that's... <laughs> you can't blame anyone else for that. It's a chicken and an egg. Yeah. Well, it's not actually because yeah. the wee never... The wee never leads to tea. Yeah. And the wee does not go in the cup. <laughs> but I watched it with mum and dad and... Oh! Um, yeah, my life seems pretty sad. <laughs> I swear <laughs> I've got friends. Yeah. And I was like, guys, guys, we've got to watch this one. It's going to be a big deal. It's the finale of 
phase four. They said, what, is, what does that mean? And I was like, I don't really know what that means. <laughs> I watched a couple like breakdown videos, to, as in breakdowns of the film, not people having breakdowns. It's my new... Also it's, interesting. It's whatever the opposite of ASMR is. Um, <laughs> people having full breakdowns and you just watch it going, well, at least I'm not there. Um, makes you feel so much better. But there was so much stuff that... Even I, as like a like vaguely a fan of this franchise, I was like, oh, like such deep things. There's so much going on in this movie. But then sometimes you wonder, is that or is this a nerd in front of his webcam going, um, actually, I think you'll find uh, that the there was a red ring around that because that's a reference to the stone from the first movie. Like just the amount of shit that's like, you know, I remember thinking yeah. when we studied Shakespeare in high school, and the amount of reading into it we had to do, he didn't mean any of this <laughs> shit. He had rent due that week and he needed to <laughs> write a play quickly because the Queen was coming on Tuesday. And that's why we have The Tempest. Totally. <laughs> and I think this movie is a lot like that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I think that's really true. And it's just those things that people make up to give themselves relevance as reviewers. And we don't, we know that we're not relevant. <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> To not get any of the <laughs> any of the details at all. We're, yeah, there is no subtext. We're more <laughs> vibe readers, I think. We kind of give yeah. a vibe of the movie. We review the vibe and we don't give any information about the movie. Which Avenger do you have a crush on this week, you know? Who was your favourite bulge? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the, yeah, that's right. No subtext, just yeah. the text. What's your favourite yeah. bulge? Yeah. Which is, I think, the the main surface level yeah. thrust of the movies. Well, yeah. and I wouldn't mind some surface level thrust if you ask me. <laughs> Tell you what, Captain America looking at his own ass though and saying that is America's ass. That was my favorite bulge. Mm. Mm. Do you think you'd? Um, I think if I found if I just punched me out, I know I'm in a hurry because I've got the tesseract and I got to get back. Oh yeah. But I'd be like, what do I look like naked to my eyes? <laughs> just so I could be like, oh yeah. That's about yeah. it. Do you have a mirror, Ruth? You... Yeah, no, but it's not quite. It's still not the same. Especially the back. You'd want to really get up, up, up underneath, round yeah. the back. <laughs> and then the idea of soldiers find, finding Captain America <laughs> knocked out with his pants crudely pulled down. Like, what <laughs> happened to Captain America? I love how they solved the Captain Marvel problem of every single one of the movies we've made so far could have been solved by Captain Marvel. Yeah. So they said... Where have you been, Marvel? And she said, other planets. Mm. And they went, cool, moving on. Similar with all the time stuff as well where they're like, couldn't we just go back and kill him when he's a baby? No, it doesn't (laughs) work like that. Couldn't we just, everyone that's died so far, couldn't we just go back? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's not the best movie ever made, obviously, but I would say it's the most excited I ever have and probably ever will be in a cinema. Like, we went to go see this at the movies. Mm. I can imagine. On the weekend it came out. Yeah. We also went with, like, Luke McGregor and Celia Pacola and, like, a few other people. And it was, like, watching people walk out of the cinema, walk past and see, like, oh, it's a strange comment. Anyways, um, (laughs) like, from the moment that battle kicks off at the end, it's such a whack, whack, whack of things happening. I know. Like, Captain America being able to hold the hammer. And um, I mean, everything, as soon as they all turn up and Spider-Man jumping in and he's not dead anymore. Of course he's not. No one else is. Uh, It's all very good. Oh, yeah. There would be something amazing and then something terrible. Just again and again and again. And it was like, 
I was screaming. I was really screaming. Which your parents, you sitting sitting there watching a three hour and three minute movie, screaming and taking <laughs> notes at the same time. Like what? Yeah, exactly. And when Captain Marvel finally arrived, Mum and mm. I were like, "Fist that spaceship!" <laughs> <laughs> she really did. <laughs> that was very good. The thing about the runtime of three hours and three minutes is that if you want this movie can be over in 20 minutes. Thor kills Thanos. We're done. Oh. <laughs> choose your own adventure. You could lop, yeah. lop off the rest like the Nazis taking Sound of Music. Thor killed Thanos. Everyone else remains dead. Movie ends. 20 minutes. <laughs> Thor, bada bing, Thor bada boom. Thanos is the wedding in Sound of Music. You can absolutely stop Sound of Music at the wedding and it totally yeah. is fine and makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the wedding if she dies at the altar. Like it's not. It's a bit of grieving. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like <laughs> the end of Cabaret where you see the swat sticker in the mirror, but you don't really react to it. <laughs> Maybe we should do musicals next. But yeah, you could leave it when Thanos is just living in the Shire. <laughs> <laughs> it's a timely death. Yeah, that's fine. Then you wouldn't have to see Thor having let himself go so much. Yeah. <laughs> mm. He does have a bit of a dad bod, doesn't he? He needs to get on centre in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> How is centre going? Yeah, not great at the moment. Just really let it go. Aren't you in quarantine again? <laughs> yeah, and for that precise reason, I haven't thought about centre too much. I've been drinking White Claws. <laughs> so yeah. I think, yeah, no, don't worry about that. Really. Three nights in a row I've had three-hour baths. Oh, that's heaven. Did you watch Endgame in the bath? Because you really prune up. Yeah. Wow, you would have been shriveled. Yeah, I watched it. I pressed play in there thinking, oh, I'll get out after half of this. And then it was in the last <laughs> battle and I was like, ooh, I've, I've been in here for a long time. I'm a puree. Also want to be clear that White Claws is a drink and not a part of each of Reese's contracts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I got White Claws, all right? I learned that when Hulk and Thor film with each other, they have to, like, in order to get the eye lines right, Chris Hemsworth has to look above <laughs> Mark Ruffalo's head and Mark Ruffalo has to look at Chris Hemsworth's crotch the whole time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my is... God. It is funny how Thor and Hulk, two incredibly yeah. powerful and serious characters, have in this movie essentially become comic relief. <laughs> For the whole thing. Like totally. Hulk yeah. Hulk is just comic relief now. Yeah. But he's really settled into his own skin, which is nice to see, you know, and he's wearing a cardi and he's got a bit of designer stubble. He's got a real sort of yeah. graphic designer chic vibe yeah. going on. He does. Look like he's a marketing coordinator, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but Thor's absolutely lost the plot. It's true. Yeah. And yeah. neither of them really get a moment to kind of come back. No. <laughs> They're sort of... They do cool stuff, but then, you know, Cap gets the hammer and you're like, oh, no, actually, Cap's just as good. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I wonder what will happen because Natalie Portman is in the new Thor movie that they're filming I in know. Brisbane and Sydney at the moment. So, yeah. obviously, they've worked out a contract. <laughs> she's uh, <laughs> she's Turns out they don't make as many uh, kind of mid-level artsy films during <laughs> global pandemics. So, you kind of have to go back to the blockbusters. Yeah, it's hard to get a beach house at Vaucluse for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> And she's buff in it. I saw pictures today. She's like, oh. she's super muscly because she, I guess she's, she's Lady Thor now. Wow. Yeah. Been a lot of journey in haircuts as well. Like Captain Marvel, she's gone a real kind of Marrickville Metro do. And then <laughs> Scarlet's got 
a terrible kind of red blonde balayage scenario, which reminds me of when I tried to do my own blonde streaks in high school. Oh, yeah. What was that about at the start? And then in the I second scene know. she's in, she's tied it back and it's like, oh, even even you're embarrassed about this. There's a lot of hair journeys, but I think that that's something that you do do after a big breakup, so it makes sense. Hawkeye, though, he's really channeled his grief into just mass murder mm. and I feel like we mm. forgive him too easily. Yeah. Mm. Like we've already forgiven him for that mohawk. Now we have to give, forgive him for this. <laughs> and then when Captain America's old, I was like, fuck. I'm happy that he got love and everything, but he was my favourite. I want him to be in others. I wonder how annoyed he was. You know, you get the love of your life, but you've also just spent the last 10 years kind of recalibrating yourself to the 2000s. And now you're going back to the 50s? Yeah. And you've got to be like, oh, should I tell them about laptops? Yeah. <laughs> I think better though than the um, than the dance and captain's payoff is Gwyneth Paltrow making me cry when she says, "We'll be fine, Tony. You, you can, can rest, rest now." I know. Oh. And it, in the original script, he let out a big fart. <laughs> in the script, <laughs> yeah, it was in the script. It, ju- it just said, "You can rest now," and then it just said, um, in the directions part, Tony evacuates his bowels. <laughs> Wow. wow. And they that all got down really... on their, on a knee and just... <laughs> Thank you, Reese. I take it that Scarlet and Hulk are not shagging anymore, given that he's full-time Hulk. I mean, that's... <laughs> well, unfortunately, downstairs stayed the same. <laughs> not according to some of the images that Georgia looked up in a previous episode. No, it was me that did that, I think. Oh. I think if anyone's looking up Hulk dick, it's, it's old <laughs> Nicholson over here. My eyes are pure. (laughs) That's not true. This movie does have a certain kind of resonance in a post-pandemic, although we're Mm. in a mid-pandemic world, you know? Mm. I was feeling it more because there's this sense of global PTSD. Yeah. And I was like, this is... When will the whales be back in the harbour? Yeah. (laughs) I think we have CTSD or current traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe that's why I was really teary. You know, more. I mean, I was so, I was crying so much in this movie. It is interesting when they make like big calls, like this person's going to actually die. We're going to make a massive thing of, no, they're dead. And I guess as well, they had to make a big thing of, no, they're dead because everyone else seems to be able to come back to life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So they had to go really, no, it's not going to happen. Or else everyone would just be like, Nah, I should be back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in Neighbours, like usually they'd just be like, well, he's gone to live in Colac. And you're like, well, in 10 years when their acting dries up in Hollywood, they'll be back. They'll work down at the bistro. The last third of the movie was just mum going, who's that? Who's (laughs) that? As everyone comes back. There's so many people that I was like, could you follow this at all if you just went in? Because I nearly went to see it having seen no Marvel movies and I decided not to. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) No Marvel movies. You've heard of Spider-Man. That's it. (laughs) I'd love just the funeral at the end just going, what a lovely group of people. <laughs> Is that Michelle Pfeiffer? It's fun seeing Tilda Swinton kind of light. Usually these days you get Tilda Swinton staring deathly down the camera. 
Or as Georgia and I once went to a movie in London together to the most (laughs) depressing movie ever. (laughs) What was that movie called? Oh, I can't remember. It was her and her daughter. The sacrifice or the suicide or the (laughs) worst day of your life or something like that. And we went (laughs) in the middle of the day in London. It was a lovely day. And we were like, let's go and see a movie at the British Film Festival. And we were very, we were like, oh, let's not get a wine because, you know, maybe we'll go for a drink afterwards. And then we walked out and instinctively just went our separate ways. (laughs) I remember we got, we both got on a train and just went, well, I'll see you (laughs) in a few days. When I'm fully recovered. I've shared something with you <laughs> and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> That's what I think about this movie as well. Really quick logistics of getting everyone from all over the universe together yeah. with their weapons to the Wakandans, for example, to their knowledge. Mm. They mm. were alive mm-hmm. and then they were dead. They didn't know they were dead. And now they're like, welcome back. It's been five years. We're going to another battle. I know you're tired because we've been fighting for like four hours to your knowledge, but we're going back to fight the same guy and he's stronger and angrier. I know. I know. Imagine all these emails. Yeah. Are you ready? We've got to go now. Lobby call 9am. <laughs> so many people. Quick. Cumbie's going to do all the circles. We'll, we'll pop through them. Yeah. You've just got to be in the lobby no later than nine. Yeah. And there's always someone in the group you have to tell 840 because <laughs> they'll be there yeah. at nine. Yeah, exactly. Um, Georgia and I have toured extensively. So what do you reckon they'll do? You re- do you reckon they recast Iron Man as his daughter? Do you think, like, the next Captain America is Sam? Do you think There's a lot of kids hanging around now, aren't there? Everyone's got a kid. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be coming up the ranks. It's going to be a while before we can admit to finding them attractive. <laughs> <laughs> admit. <laughs> Which is to say that you do... It's just that no. it's not acceptable to admit that. Not yet. <laughs> or do you think that they cut and run and go, no, we'll just do like, we'll start remakes and we'll do like a new Iron Man story with a completely different Iron Man. And That's an interesting thought. Yeah, because I guess Iron Man's been in the world. He's been in our kind of pop culture world since 2008. At what point do you... Begin again and bring mm. back Iron Man. Well, for, if for, if we're going by the rules of Spider Man, about every six months, <laughs> uh, you do another True. reboot. Won't be a Marvel movie, but I wonder if like Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr. will like be back yeah. in a movie together, and it's just about going to Vegas or something. Yeah, maybe it'll be like the trip. It'll be Steve Coogan, Rob Braden, just yeah. going around doing restaurants. Oh. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd like to go on a trip around restaurants around Europe with Chris Evans and we'd call it our honeymoon. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Bechdel test? Oh, Bechdel test is an interesting one. I don't know. No, Nebula and they're always talking about their dad. I felt a bit sorry for Nebula because she got lost and no one cared. Mm. Mm. Well, they probably just thought she was doing a poo because she always sounds like she really needs to do one. <laughs> That's it. That's yes. probably it. My father. My father. My father. And now we all know what Reese sounds like when he needs to do a poo. He, he would have killed any of them in a heartbeat. Like, do you need to? Do we need to stop? Do you need to stop? Do we need to stop off somewhere? 
Are you okay? We can stop. Let us know if, if like, if you need to stop. We can stop. No, I'm, I'm fine. That's so true. I reckon ten more minutes. Are you sure? Like, it just sounds. It does sound like. No, we no, no, stop. no, 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 no. I don't want. Let's stop. Let's stop talking about it. Like, I don't want anything happening. Let's stop talking Cause, about it. Because we've said we're happy the to more, stop. The more we, the more we talk about it, the, the worse it is. Okay. I think we should, let's stop. I think we should stop. Let's, let's just get my dad. Get dad. Rauda Fitriani says, 10 out of 10, an experience you'll gonna remember forever. Ah, great. Oh. Chip 56574 said, 10 out of 10. They had no right to do that. <gasps> Who? A superhero film, Marvel or not, does not have the right to send me on the emotional roller coaster that Endgame did. Oh, cheeky. <laughs> the Rue 200182 said 6 out of 10, amazing. 6 out of 10, amazing. That, that That's an oxymoron. That's a foxy moron. <laughs> I am putting this film... At the top. Yeah, me too. <gasps> of my list. Number one. Number one. Ahead of Thor Ragnarok, Infinity War, and The Crown. <gasps> wow. Georgia, the question is, does, does this beat, beat The Crown <laughs> to make it to the top of your list? Oh, my God. You got The Crown, Infinity War, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and Guardians of the Galaxy is your top five. In terms of excitement, I've never been as excited as I was watching this, watching an episode <laughs> of The Crown. <laughs> so I'll put it at number one. Number Yay! one. It is incredible for them to wrap up that series with the best film of the series. That is an unbelievable task. Like The reason I yeah. think it's so good it, I mean, it, it's got the comedy notes. It's got, yep. it's making you cry and it's still an action epic. Yep. It is an incredible achievement. How many of those like end of everything movies are just shit? Yeah. Because they, they're trying to do too much. Especially yeah. after we've watched 23, 24, 25 movies. That's a fucking tit load of movies. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a lot. We've been sucking on that tit for ages. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Couple of double Ds. It's a double D of a franchise, this one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, what are we going to do? So we're going to watch Spider-Man. What are we going to do, guys? I mean, there's always Mum's Mags. Mum's Mags. Mum's Mags. <laughs> I mean, we we barely talk about these movies. It's not going to be a problem. <laughs> I think we maybe after Spider-Man take a small break just to recalibrate our brains. Yeah, I think so. And come back with... Whatever it is we're doing next. <laughs> But that's not this week. There's a week to go and we haven't quite got all the rankings yet. What did Mrs. Mooney think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mum said that was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I'll add it to the list. Yeah. Endgame. That was pretty good. So it does feel strange to be doing one more. But what are you (laughs) looking forward to in the next one? I'm excited about Jake Gyllenhaal. I love him. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited about Tom Holland. I love him too. Yeah, between Tom Holland, like two snacks. It's a, this movie, it's a snack bar. Save mm-hmm. up your coins, <laughs> we're headed to the snack bar. Tasty treats coming up. This series of Simply Marvelous. We will see you then. A goodbye. Where Georgia and Reese will finally climax. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this has been tantric. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
Hey, thanks for listening to Simply Marvelous. What a lovely time we've had. Please like and subscribe, please. I am an old woman. I live in iTunes and I get stronger. If you iTunes. like and subscribe. Remember iTunes. iTunes, YouTunes, <laughs> we all tunes for iTunes. Once you finish like and subscribing, you can actually leave a review like as well. Like and review. You can join Georgia and Georgia's mum in leaving a review of what you think of this show. What fun company to be in. It'll take, I don't know, 30 seconds? A minute. It might take a minute. If it takes you a minute, that's too long. (laughs) It only takes two seconds to leave five stars. Two seconds is perhaps too short. Well, actually, Georgia, (laughs) you can tell us how long it takes. You've done it. (laughs) I've done it. I've tried doing it twice. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.